0: Hello, everyone. This is Scott Shell, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. They only play with the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be looking at the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball matchups over the following week. But before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben podcast. For a break, we previewed what we were doing with this week's show. Once again, talking about the Giants and their upcoming baseball matchups over the week. But we got to do what we always do first, which is recap how we did gambling-wise and how the Giants did and overall, we were okay. The Giants were not. So starting off with the Thursday game, we were half right. It was Gallon against Webb. We liked Webb to get the job done. And we thought that the Giants would break through against Arizona's bullpen. That did not work out as they lost 5 to nothing. However, we did like the under in that game, and that got there. So about half credit there. And then they went into Coors Field. We liked Urena at a plus money price against Wood. And that worked out well as the Rockies ended up winning that game seven to four. Then we were technically wrong for Saturday and Sunday as we liked the Giants to uh, win on Saturday and lose on Sunday. And we flipped the outcomes. So the Rockies did win two out of three. Just two of the games did not go the way that we saw going. Last two games went to extras coin flip. What are you going to do? And then we ended up having a winner in the first game against Detroit. We liked Rodon on the run line; figured it would be a low scoring and a low scoring game where the Giants would eventually do enough offensively to win. That's what happened. They won three to one. And then we were wrong on Wednesday, as you had Manning going up against Webb. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Manning wasn't supposed to pitch in this one. When we did the breakdown, which is why we liked Webb in that spot, but Manning ended up pitching. He pitched very well. Webb was good for the first four innings, then gave up six runs in the fifth, and the Tigers won six to one. So overall, not the greatest of weeks for us. But the Giants went two and five against the likes of the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and the Tigers. And they got the Twins coming up. The Twins are imploding. We're gonna get. We're gonna talk about the upcoming series. But I said two weeks ago, facing off against Pittsburgh, Arizona, Colorado, and Detroit. The Giants basically had to only lose two games if they wanted to make a serious push for a wildcard spot. Started off well. They won five in a row. Then they just lost the next four. Then won two after that and then lost the final one. So instead of losing two games, they lost five. And now they're back below 500. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, they should have traded people the deadline. I'm shocked Rodon is still there. I'm shocked that a lot of the veterans like Belt are still there. Either way, Giants went full steam ahead for no reason and now they're probably going to finish the year around 500. But time to pivot and talk about the upcoming card. They do not play on Thursday. So first game will be on Friday at Minnesota. You have Wood taking on Ryan. And this is very – I'd say this is a very tricky series to fully analyze because the Twins are still technically above 500. They've lost five straight. They had a team meeting yesterday. Didn't work out at all. They lost again. And the Giants have also been struggling. But – uh, we know the Minnesota's missing Buxton, who's their best player, who's on the IL. And I question if Minnesota is going to be able to get back on track. I personally doubt it. When you lose five straight and three are to the uh, the Rangers, I am concerned, especially with those games coming at home. The Giants, though, have Wood on the mound, and they're against Ryan. Uh, Ryan, so far the season, 3.86 ERA, 1.13 whip. Uh, if you want to go through his recent performances and his home numbers overall, uh, going through the recent numbers first, the last five starts, he has not been good. Uh, 26 and one-third innings pitched, 6.84 ERA. At home, though, he's been solid, 61 innings pitched, 2.95 ERA. On the other side, you have Wood, and I faded Wood in his last outing, but in his defense, it was in Coors, and I just expected him to struggle with the altitude, and he did. But if you go through the outings before that, he was okay for the most part. The two starts prior, uh, 12 and one third innings pitched, three earned runs total. I'm going to take the Giants in this one. I think it's going to be very close, and I don't exactly feel great about either side in this matchup. But Minnesota's in full on free fall. Uh, they're They're in a full implosion. Baldelli might get fired, and I really don't like what I've seen from this team. And with Buxton being out, you lose a very big piece both offensively and defensively. I think Wood could do enough to hold this team in check. I'm not sure Ryan will, but I expect a somewhat low-scoring game. I think the Giants win this one somewhere around 5-3, to but I'll take the Giants on the money line on the road, potentially getting plus money, so I think there's some value there. Now, moving on to the Saturday game, you have a nationally televised game uh, with Cobb pitching against Gray. Gray has been the best pitcher on Minnesota all season long, really... Not even close. And through the recent starts, he's been good, too. Last two starts, 12 innings pitched, two earned runs. So Gray has been very solid. And to go through the actual home numbers, he's been pretty good as well. 3.07 ERA in 55 and two-thirds innings pitched. Last five starts, 26 and two-thirds, 2.03 ERA. And on the other side, you end up having an inferior pitcher who's been better lately, Alex Cobb. We backed him last time out. And he pitched relatively well against the Rockies, limited the damage, only gave up three runs. A couple starts before that, though, six innings, one run against Arizona, five innings, three runs against the Padres, six and a third, three runs against the Dodgers, six innings, one run against the Cubs. So he's pretty much a consistent five or six inning guy giving up three runs. And I do think as a result, I like the Twins to get out to an early lead in this one. Gray has been very solid at home. I am going to pick the Twins to win this one. I don't think the Giants are going to sweep the series, but I do like the Giants' uh, chances in game one a lot more than game two. So I'm going to go with the Twins to even up the series in the second game. And then moving on to Sunday, we only have one pitcher listed. We have Junis against Undecided. And for this one, I am going to go with Junis. It's a pretty tough call because of the fact that the Twins haven't listed a pitcher and also because of the fact that Junis does have a hand issue and he might not pitch, uh, so we're going to see how that works itself out. But Junis, after a couple of bad outings, has turned it around. Last two starts, thirteen and two thirds innings pitched, four earned runs. So I like his current form. I still don't like Minnesota's offense. I'll take the Giants to win the series, two games to one, by winning the first game and the third game. Now moving on to the next series, you have three games against the Padres, and that's going to be where we where we wrap up this episode because they're all Thursday play Friday in a three game set against the Phillies but to go through the Padres series we got to first of all talk about the Padres and what the hell's going on with them offensively because they completely forgot how to hit if you want to talk about the last couple of games these are in order one run scored three runs scored two runs scored two runs scored one run scored zero runs scored they can't score Uh, It's really just the story of the past week, and they were against the Nationals for three of those games and scored less than four runs in each of those four, which is a serious red flag, and then scored one combined run in the first two games against the Guardians. So the Padres can't hit. Uh, Soto is now injured. I'm not sure how seriously, but he did not play in the last game. So that is also a concern. So San Diego is reeling, and as a result, I am going to take Rodon in the series opener uh, at home against Clevenger. Clevenger's been okay, 3.59 ERA, uh, 90, uh, sorry, 80 in one third innings pitched. But Rodon's been a lunatic and he was great once again against Detroit in his last start. And to go through his last couple of outings, he's allowed less than two earned runs in uh, a handful of his last couple of starts. He's allowed less than two earned runs in four of his last five and his ERA in August. Uh, 24 and one-third innings pitched, 1.85 ERA. He's been incredible. And if you want to look at Clevenger, he once again has been pretty in middle of the pack. Uh, so with a mediocre pitcher against Rodon, I'll take Rodon. I think he'll get a decent price there. Now moving on to the second game in this series, this one's going to be a bit trickier to decide because you only have one pitcher being listed. It is Webb against Blank. Uh, for this one, I actually am going to fade Webb Webb has been struggling. Uh, We were wrong twice uh, with his performances last week, and to go through those performances once again uh, did not go well. He ended up going four and two-thirds, five runs, three of them earned against the Dimebacks, and then against the Tigers, he did not pitch well because he got the loss with six earned runs. So Webb has started to regress a little bit, which has been a concern, and I do think San Diego could potentially get to him in this matchup, but I think Webb's going to be overvalued based on his overall record and how he's how the giants have fared when he's pitched all season long, but he has not pitched well lately. And I do think it's a good spot for the Padres to potentially be a value play in this matchup. And then for Wednesday, you have wood taking on Snell. This will be an afternoon game. So plan accordingly. Uh, Wood has not been great lately and Snell was good and then got absolutely cooked his last time out as he got absolutely killed by the Guardians, but to go through his last couple of outings, uh, not good at all. He has given up at least uh yeah, he's given up at least six earned runs in each of his last two starts, which is extremely concerning. So I like the over in this game. I don't exactly trust either pitcher at this point in time, but I'm sorry, he's given up six he gave up six earned runs against the Guardians on Wednesday, gave up three earned runs against the Nationals to start prior. So my bad. But the point is he has not been pitching too well giving up nine earned in eight and a third. So I do think that Snell could struggle here, but uh, I don't exactly like Wood either. I'm going to go with the Padres. I think Soto will play in this one, but I think Snell could get back on track here. Wood I'm still concerned with. I think that he's kind of comparable to Snell because they don't exactly, I'd say, wow you, but they can put together good performances I think Snell kind of had a serious one-off because he had been pretty good the month prior. I'm going to go with Snell. Don't feel great about it, but I think they'll get the job done. I do like the over as my favorite play in that game though. So once again, going through the entire card game by game, I like the Giants to get the job done on Friday in the opener against Minnesota. Then I like the Twins to even it up in the second game on Saturday. Then I like Junis in game three on Sunday. Then I'm going with Rodon on the run line against Clevenger in game one of the series against the Padres on Monday. Then I'll take the Padres in game two on Tuesday. And then I'll take the over in game three on Wednesday. But I will lean to the Padres. That's been this episode of the Better Right Podcast here for Thursday, August 25th. Until next episode, good luck to all of you and all your bets. Bye, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.